0: Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'll be your host for today. Uh, We're looking into Romans chapter 1, and last podcast, we read actually verse 18 19, and then we read verses 20 through 32. For the sake of time, I'm not going to do all that reading again today. Uh, You can look back, but I did read it in the King James Version, and then I went back into the Amplified Bible, and we looked at that. But uh, the last thing we talked about in, in our podcast was about how one thing leads to another. Uh, whenever we turn our focus from God and put it on ourselves, we start seeing a progression take place in our lives. We start drifting away from the Lord. And before you know it, we get so far away from God, we don't realize how far away we've got. And really, it puts us in a serious situation. The last thing I told you before we went off on the last podcast, I I read from Ephesians 4.19, where it says, who being past feeling have given themselves over into lasciviousness or lawlessness to work all uncleanness with greediness. And I told you that's a very scary place to be. You know, I remember one time years ago, because uh, we're Don and I are in forty years of ministry now. I used to, when I first started I was an associate pastor with my brother in law in a church in Hornwall, Tennessee, and uh we ended up doing a lot of counseling. We shared we shared a lot of the uh counseling with some of the people in the church and, and I'm gonna tell you, if you're not careful, you'll get to a place to where you just get to a place uh to where you're get past feeling. I remember getting so frustrated dealing with people that would come for help, but really didn't want to help. They didn't want the help you were going to give them. They'd come for counsel, but they really didn't want counsel. And uh, I I really, I I got in a bad place. And uh, when I got in that place, I got really to the place of past feeling because I really wasn't being sensitive to their needs. I wasn't really being sensitive to what was going on. And their response to some of the council put me in that place of frustration uh, I know it sounds terrible but I was very young of the Lord at that time and was trying to deal with some things but um, that's a scary place to get in I remember at that time I got I even got to the place to where nothing really touched me or moved me at that time and one of the other elders in the church we started laughing one day because I, I was he and I both were dealing with some stuff about uh, things going on in the body and we used to joke about, Lord, make me boo, <laughs> make me cry, give me tears again, let me feel again because it dealt with so many things. It got to the place to where it didn't really feel anything. And uh, I got to thinking about these scriptures. You know, any any it time you get into any area in your life to where you become your own focus and you're really not focusing on the Lord or focusing in the people that you're ministering to, it's a scary place to be. And reading this again in Ephesians chapter 4 in the Amplified Bible, just for context, I'm going to go back to verse 17 read through verse 19. Listen to what this says. It says, "...so this I say, and solemnly affirm together with the Lord as in His presence, that you must no longer live as the unbelieving Gentiles live in the futility of their minds and in the foolishness and emptiness of their souls." For their moral understanding is darkened and their reasoning is clouded. They're alienated and self-banished from the life of God with no share in it. This is because of the willful uh, ignorance and spiritual blindness that the uh, is deep-seated within them because of the hardness and insensitivity of their heart. And they, the ungodly in their spiritual apathy, having become callous and unfeeling, have given themselves over as prey to unbridled sensuality, eagerly craving the practice of every kind of impurity that their desires may demand. And you know, one of the words that said in here that jumped at me just now reading this was having become callous. You know, I, I do a lot of woodworking and things like that, and when you use your hands a lot, you you develop calluses. And what calluses do is they get hard. And it makes makes it difficult for you to feel. And you know, it really goes back to what I was telling you earlier. When you deal with a lot of things uh, in people's lives, you got to make sure you don't let calluses build up over your heart to where you can't have compassion over their lives. Uh, when we go back in text here and look back in some of the verses we've uh, read already, one verse in here said, profess it. And this was in the King James. It says, professing themselves to be wise, they became as fools. Now, when we take the grace of God for granted, we begin to feel like it doesn't matter what we do with our lives. And the Lord won't overtake our will in those situations. That's just not the way that he operates. Uh, He'll give us all the rope we need. He'll let us go just as far as we choose to. But eventually, because we know the Lord, something deep within us is going to awaken within us to the reality that we're in. And we'll stand in a check, really. I mean, there'll be a check in your heart. I hope you understand what I mean by that. But that's because inwardly, the Lord is the governor of our hearts, and he'll be the umpire of our hearts and confirm when we're out of bounds. You know, I've talked about this before. It's kind of like uh, if you can put it uh, like in a basketball game, if If you go out of bounds, you know the umpire is going to blow the whistle I mean you're out of bounds he's he's going to blow the whistle on you well that's what that's what the Holy Spirit does in our hearts when we get into places like that, he'll blow the whistle on us, and inwardly we know we're not in the place we need to be so reality's so far abandoned that really what happens we lose our identity, we forget what's true of ourselves so much that we embrace. Feeling that uh, we embrace feeling that we're contrary to who we are, and as the scripture says in in, in this, if you go down in that verse, it says, "For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error." which is meat. Because they've got to that point uh, that they didn't want to retain God in their knowledge, he gave them over, it says in the King James Version, to a reprobate mind. Now, think about this. Reprobate is Strong's Concordance, number 96, and it actually means to be unapproved. Now, how many of us are looking for approval? Approval. Every one of us want to be approved. We need somebody to bring affirmation in our life. But when we get to this place of being reprobate, we're unapproved. That is, we're, we're rejected. By implication, it means worthless. And that's speaking literally or figuratively, being a castaway, being rejected, being reprobate. I mean, who wants to be in a situation like that? But when we walk in these areas, this is where this is going to take us to. I believe that's why the suicide rate so high among homosexual, transgender, LBGTQ community and stuff. Uh, losing their true identity made them feel worthless. And even though they would march publicly for their right to live like this, inwardly, it was destroying them. And it is destroying them. And I want to say this to you. If you or your family members are dealing with issues like this, I want you to know that God's not forsaken them. He loves them in all of their sin. He, the Bible tells us He'll never leave us or forsake us. To be free from the snares of the enemy and his devices that want to keep us in confusion, we have to have a steady diet of the Word of God. It can bring the change that we need and bring the peace and acceptance that we all desire. Now listen, everybody has issues. And whenever we're brave enough to confront them, we're going to get the strength from the Lord we need to overcome them. You know, I, when I think about this, I'm reminded of the prodigal son. That in the When he got in the pig pen, you remember he got his inheritance and he left. He's going to go do his own thing. But when he had spent all his living... He ended up in a pig pen, and for a Jew, that was a terrible place to be because that's unclean. But in the pig pen is where he came to himself. He repented, and he returned to his father's house. You know, many in the church today have been hateful regarding this subject. They've even avoided talking about it. But one thing I want to leave you with is that God's love will never change concerning you no matter what's going on in your life. We can trust His love for us and know His desire is always for our good. You know, deliverance is there for any of us that want it. The key is, is knowing where we are, realizing the reality of where we are, and asking the Lord to move into that situation. God bless you. And I want you to know God loves you and I love you. I hope you can join us for our next podcast.